0: Friona, notice. Is there anything you'd like to say at all yeah. as you're walking along?
1: Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you for all of your love and supporting. Thank you. Your love and is helping
0: me and my family stay strong. Yep. For nearly three years, the Billowilla family has been in immigration detention, mostly on Christmas Island. visited Christmas Island last week and they caught a glimpse of the family's life. Uh, The video is up on our page if you want to have a look.
1: Yeah, it's it's a bit heartbreaking because they kind of get a taste of it but they don't get to really embrace, you know, normality, I guess.
0: Renata Davis sometimes sees the family at Christmas Island's hidden garden farm. When they're up here, it's really nice to... um, for them
1: to be surrounded by nature and... The girls are just in constant awe and, you know, curious about the bugs that they find and feeding the ducks and the chickens and the plants. And it's always sad saying goodbye to them when you see them and and you wave by and you know that they're going back to be surrounded by a fence.
0: Christmas Island Shire, President Gordon Thompson says the fair I don't think you'll find anybody on Christmas Island
1: who thinks little kids should be kept in detention. Uh, And what I hear from those who might not have been so sympathetic uh, to refugees generally is that this is wrong, enough's enough. Those little kids should not be in detention, they should be sent back to Biloela where they're they're welcomed by that Biloela community.
0: Well, We're a microcosm of, of the Australian community, so you've got people that think it's completely justified and those that are up in arms about it. I think on a case-by-case basis, a nation that um, we are should have come to a much more humanitarian resolution by now. Now, on Monday this week, the youngest child, Tanika, was medically evacuated to Perth. She carried a toy cockatoo sent from supporters in Biloela. She was very, very ill. I need them here. I need them back home. I need to be able to put my arms around them and help them get through the rest of their life after what they've been through. Home Affairs Minister Karen Andrews says the family's immigration detention placement is being reviewed. She has said the family's accommodation could be modified. The minister also hinted they could be part of a wider resettlement program, possibly involving another country. All right, well, look, one of those who says basically that, you know, the family do not qualify as refugees in Australia must maintain its strong border policy is National Senator Mac Canavan. He's the one who's been uh, rolled out to confront the issue on television cameras this morning. But I wanted to find out exactly what the thoughts are of the Asylum Seeker Resource Centre, Con Carapana Giatitus is their CEO and founder at Con, Good morning to you, mate. Thank you for holding on. Good morning.
1: Yes, thanks for having me.
0: It's my pleasure. All right, this family, um, their story has, I don't want to say divided the country, but it certainly caught the country's attention.
1: Yeah, look, and I know why it has. Look, yesterday was 20 years to the day that I've been doing this work, and I've spent the last 20 years trying to get children like um, Sani and Kopaka out of detention centers, because I've seen firsthand what happens when you lock up children indefinitely. You, you break them, you traumatize them. This is, this is government sponsored child abuse. And these poor little girls, Australian born three and five, like little Thani with sepsis and pneumonia could have died on our watch, in our care. Karen Andrews actually is the guardian for all children in detention. It's yeah. her responsibility. So when you hear her talking about options, a strike of a pen could release these children, his family back to Biluella. And I need people, for 20 years, I've been trying to explain to people, Mm -hmm. set aside the politics and what you've been told and ask yourself as a parent, as an Australian, would you be okay if they were your little girls locked up in a prison? Would you be okay if your little girls were having their childhood robbed from them every day? It's 1,000. 191 days of childhood stolen and we have to ask ourselves what's happening to these kids is what we've been doing to kids and families in detention centers for 20 years now and this government said we're going to stop doing that we're going to stop putting kids in detention and yet we're sitting here being told oh we have to do this and well we only have to do this if we're actually monsters as a country if we're actually devoid of decency and compassion the idea that Me and you have woken up safer today because we're torturing little children. There's something seriously wrong with our values and our priorities as a country if we think this is okay. And this minister and this government has the power this morning to take this family back to Bilowella, a community that loves them, without working, paying taxes, contributing, and instead we spent six million dollars harming this family and robbing these little girls of their childhood. And I have to ask, what Australian is okay and proud about that this morning? Well, I think
0: it's a a national embarrassment, to be perfectly honest. I mean, uh, you say that the federal government is in breach of its own policy of no child in detention. Your own department recommended allowing the family to stay in Australia on the 24th of May 2019. A submission was sent to Peter Dutton by the Immigration Department with a recommendation that the Minister agree to consider exercising um, 195A, the section, to grant the family a substantive visa to remain in Australia. I mean, it's not safe for Tamil families to go home to Sri Lanka, is it?
1: It's not at all. In fact, our very prestigious UK court ruled this week that there is no evidence to say that it's safe to return Tamil families back to Sri Lanka. And the thing you just quoted there, in really simple language for listeners, it just means this, Minister Karen Andrews, if she believes it's in the public interest, has the power under the Migration Act to use her discretionary power, she doesn't need this to go past anyone, to be approved by parliament. She has the power to grant this family a permanent visa to remain in Australia, and she could do that today. The idea that they're now thinking about possibly hand-passing them off to New Zealand or to America as a way of saving face and trying to, you know, take the rage out of this is not good enough. They have a community. This country loves them and wants them. Why would you not let them settle here as well? And that's exactly right. It's not safe for them to go home. And these people have been here almost a decade. These little girls were one of the few countries in the world where if a child is born in Australia from family-seeking asylum, they actually don't have citizenship until they make it, to ten years of age. In almost if they were born in America or the UK, these little girls would be citizens of that country. So if people are wondering well why are these girls you know, why can this government do this and why can they keep them locked up indefinitely? Because that's the law in this country. It is legal to lock up children forever in a detention centre. That's Australia in twenty twenty one. And we need to remember that and go, enough is enough here. Like where is compassion and decency? Yeah and our values and let's stop playing politics when it comes to families like
0: this. I agree. I agree entirely with you. Uh, I mean the hashtag home to billo it's it trends. I mean the the family has overwhelming support. And yeah. look if we allow this family of which you know their daughters were born here in Australia if we allow them to return home to Bilawela Australia's national security isn't going to be affected by this for goodness sake. Of
1: you know. they've, sold us, they've sold us a lie. Look, whatever I think of the, the policy of turning people back at sea, it's been eight years since anyone's been able to come to this country by sea to get protection. Eight years. And so, and actually, those people that came eight years ago, many of them are still waiting to be interviewed about their asylum claims eight years later. That's a whole other story. Yeah. But what's crazy is our borders are actually... What well, we need to ask this. Our borders are secure. What's, what's at stake right now is the moral... Conscience and heart of this nation of ours, and about who are we as Australians, and if we allow this cruelty, this abuse of children on our watch, then then it's then it's our collective responsibility, and it's a stain on this nation. Well, I, and feel I have to believe we're better God. than that. We are. I have to believe we're better than that. We are,
0: mate. Thank you for coming on. We'll follow the story with interest. Uh, just out of uh, out of curiosity. I don't know whether you or anyone in your organization has spoken to the family about this, the latest development, that perhaps they could be, you know, shipped off to maybe the United States or New Zealand. Um,
1: yeah, they don't want that. Their no, lawyer actually just that. came out this morning, Karina yeah. Ford, saying um, they haven't discussed this with their lawyer. Like, think about how outrageous this is. This family is a wonderful lawyer who, they, who you're meant to go and speak to a lawyer, like in any situation. You would go to the the family's lawyer. It hasn't been spoken to. This was blindsided. They're floating it out in the media to test whether the public is still angry. It's just disgusting. No, the family does not want to be resettled elsewhere. They've got a home. It's here. And those little girls are Australians. And this family are our newest Australians. So let's welcome them like we used to welcome our newest Australians. I've
0: always they're said, home. I've always said, Condes, uh, the family, Varnikat, um, the rest of them. They're they're the sorts of people we want to emigrate Damn to right. our country. They they Damn settled. Right they settled within a community. Uh, the the mother and father both active. Um, the father pays taxes, A worker, uh, the mums are volunteer, bringing yeah. up the kids, they go to the local school, they're involved yeah. in their local community, they are loved by their local community. Yeah. For some reason, uh, the government continues to want to use them as a political football, and again, as you say, quite rightly this morning, uh, with this idea of them being sent elsewhere either New Zealand or the United States, really does go to the heart of how the LNP government deals with this situation. It's a political situation rather than being a, what it really should be in reality, is a family that just want to go home.
1: And until they realise there's no more votes in this cruelty, so they've won many an election on this, and until the Australian public says, I'm sorry, you're not getting my vote by hurting children and hurting families, that might have worked in the past, fear might have got the better of us, yeah. but what's going to get the better of us now is our decency and our compassion and our moral compass as Australians, well and we are going to be better than that. Let's hope so. All right, Let's Con. So. I'll talk to you again Cheers. soon
0: about this, mate. All the Thanks best, and thank you me. for coming on.
1: My pleasure. Thank you, mate. Bye-bye.
0: There he is, Con Carapana giarditidis uh, He is the CEO of the Asylum Seeker Resource Centre. Do you agree? Disagree? Look, I know it's one of those issues that is contentious. I get it, Uh, But I'll put my cards on the table. Uh, I believe we are a compassionate country. And allowing this family to go home to Biloela will not mean the floodgates will open. That's alarmist bullshit. Okay, it really is. It really is. Our borders are secure. We're in a pandemic, for goodness sake. Let them get back home to Biloela.